So my ideas going forward are... So the big question is what a top agent is doing to absolutely crush it in real estate. To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. So I think this this makes a good segue for us to talk about the actual topic number two, which is now topic number three, is your faith-based business success. Yes. So basically what I mean by that is, you know, I think, you know, depending on whatever your uh, your opinions about God or no God or, you know, if you are God, whatever your opinions are about this world, I can respect where people are. I think the biggest key is, is that we have to realize that this is a business that we keep the emotions out of it, but we also are building something for a purpose. And for me, my ultimate responsibility is to what, who I believe is the creator, the God who put me on this earth to serve other people. And if I can serve other people higher level than what other people can serve, I believe I will be rewarded by getting more customers and I will get more money. So it's if I put the right things first, so that when I say building a faith-based business, you know, faith to people is a lot of different things. So I don't want to offend anyone by any particular belief system. But the idea is that I have faith in a higher power, uh, which is, in my opinion, God, and that his uh, mandate for me and purpose for me is to serve the people around me, whether they believe the same things I do or not. If you're an atheist, if you are Jewish, if you are Muslim or Hindu or Islamic or whatever, I still am going to serve you because you are still God's children. So my point is building a faith-based business is making sure that we're looking above, like you said, looking past five years, 10 years, 18 years, I'm looking into eternity. Like when, when this whole legacy, baby, yeah, when this whole world evaporates someday or burns up or whatever you believe the end of the world scenario is, eventually we're not going to be here anymore. Okay. We all agree on that. So, okay. So if we all agree that we're not going to be here, how are we going to be remembered? And if the only thing in eternity is a memory of Derek Ty, was your memory, he took good care of me. He served me. He respected me. He looked out for me when no one else did. He did the right thing when no one was looking. So when I say build a faith-based business, I'm saying build a business outside of just the mechanics of every day doing business with someone. How many sales? What's your percentage? Did I get 3% commission or four? Did I double side this deal? Did I? That's all part of building a business, but you got to think much higher and longer. So you talked about you know building a legacy here now and long-term reputation. Mm-hmm. Those are still going to benefit me here financially, but what about eternity, right? So... Again, whatever your religious beliefs are or not are, we still are all going to be gone. What are you going to be left with? And is that memory of you going to be a positive one or is it going to be a negative one? And so that would be the most basic way I can lay that out. I I, I like that. Um, You're very unapologetically authentic, right? And if this offends somebody, I'm sorry. It is what it is. This is the reality, right? The point that, that that really stuck with me with what you're saying here, Derek, is you're taking it way deeper than just like the Simon Sinek Y circle, right? The, the, the why, how, what. You're really just taking it even up a notch. 
So it doesn't matter what you believe in. It's something we can connect with. And it's it seems like it's, it's a deeply rooted core value for you. And what you mentioned here about the commission stuff, it's like, yes, you have your best interest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you have your client's best interest at heart. But then it goes really beyond that even, right? And when, I, when I'm looking at properties, ironically, that you pointed this out now, I realize I don't actually look at the commission I'm making in nine out of 10 times. I don't know what commission I'm going to be making until I get the split DA um, from my broker. And, I, and the reason I don't care that, about the commission that I'm going to be making is because I know when I'm serving the client the right way, the commission will come and I'll be taken care of. So you're right, whatever you believe in, God or whatever, the universe, whatever else is out there, you're going to be taken care of, right? But I don't do it with the intention to get something back. And I think that's the biggest second part to what you're saying here too. It's like you're, you have to do what you're doing to help your clients with zero to no expectations of getting XYZ, ABC. And you don't, you know, you're not above whatever the actual outcome is, right? So like I have a few deals right now where we are doing, you know, eight, uh, 2% commission. I, I, I'm working just as hard for that client as I, as I am for my guys that I'm making 3% commission for. Yes, this exactly. makes no difference to me. It just is what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah that, and that's kind of, I agree 100%. I mean, I, I have a quick story I can tell you as an example. Um, and these aren't like to brag or anything else. It's just examples, right? It's just life. So I've got this client. Um, I know the husband and wife uh, I found out here two weeks ago they're getting a divorce. Well, in our market, the average sale price home is about $300,000. I mean, it's a pretty low price market. Well, they live in a $1.2 million house. Oh, and you know, your, your first instinct is, oh, wow, I'm going to get to sell that listing, right? If, from, if you're just thinking it from a pure economical business standpoint, you're like, okay. And then you start doing the math on what I'm, that is. I'm literally going through the same exact thing. I just got, I had a client close a little bit earlier this year, just find out they're getting a divorce. And the only thing that I could think of is not, oh my God, I'm going to make a commission. It's like, oh my God, what about their kids? What about their family? Can, is there anything that I can do to help them? And we've been going back and forth for the last like month or two, trying to help them keep things together. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the point, right? And so, and I get a call from the wife and she's like, hey, I need some help. And I'm thinking, okay, like, again, my first brain instinct is, you know, the business, the money, the mechanics, right? And I'm thinking, okay, they're probably going to want me to list their house and then each buy a house. So it's like, you know, in our market, that's a pretty big sale, right? And she's like, I just need to rent something. And I'm like, okay. And I don't do a lot of rentals, but I'm like, I'm going to try to help her out. And she needs to be in a very specific school district and she needs to sign a contract in two days. So I dropped pretty much everything I was doing for two days and, and found her a place to lease and I don't, I think my commission is going to be $500. So, I mean, like two days of my time versus what I could have been doing and spending and all that stuff. But the right thing to do was to help her keep her kids in the school district. And that was the most important thing to do. And this is someone that I care about and her families and our families all know each other. And I'm like, just drop what you got to do. I have the expertise, the knowledge, the skills, the connections, the negotiating power to come in when I need to. So getting back to this faith-based business model is, 
hey, I can set aside all that other junk and I don't have to have mortgage breath on somebody. And I always say mortgage breath, meaning like I have to pay a mortgage tomorrow and that's how I'm breathing on you. So if I don't have to worry about finances and I know the highest and best value for me is not how much money I can make, it's how I can help people and serve them at the highest level, then it's an easy choice. And I feel very fulfilled to do what I did. Exactly. But that comes down to your core values, right? You're always going to do what's in alignment with you, ultimately, right? And for all the agents that aren't there just yet, what kind of advice do you have for them? Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. Well, I mean, I think truly you need to be, uh, I, I believe like I got into this business. I didn't really have a mentor, trainer, coach. I figured a lot of this stuff out and I put in my resume there, you know, bio to you. Like I've spent over a million bucks that I didn't have to spend. Right. So my ideas going forward are how can I now not just help clients because I, that's a one-on-one -on -one deal. How can I leverage what I'm doing, like what we're doing right now, to as many agents as possible? So I appear on a lot of podcasts, I do, you know, events and I'll MC things. And my idea is like, how can I take some of these principles we're talking about and get them into as many agents' hands as possible? So I have several agents that uh, basically I have like a mentoring relationship with. So they'll call me, and it might be once a month for a half an hour. They're just like, hey, I just need, I'm stuck on this. Or I'm trying to hire my first buyer's agent. Or, hey, I'm trying to decide between marketing with Zillow or marketing with Realtor.com. So I get these kind of consultative type calls, emails, text messages. And honestly, that's very fulfilling to me because I love to know that I, the knowledge that I've gained and the uh, wisdom in the business, I can translate to other people. So now, if I'm truly serving God's children the best, not only am I just serving the direct clients I can touch, now I'm serving... Yes real estate agents all over who now are going to affect their clients. So I've now, you talked about duplication, multiplication, you know, that, that that's what I'm doing is I'm taking what God's gifted me with and now I'm multiplying it out to other people. Uh, I don't even charge for that, by the way. So I, I basically just kind of, there's some people in our uh, company organization that, you know, contact me and this and that, but I don't really get paid any kind of fees for it. I used to have a paid coaching program and I hate collecting bills from people. And then all oh, this month, I, my grandma died and I need, I, I just stopped doing all that. I'm like, I, I can't. You make your money in real estate. The main thing is the main thing. And, and you know what I found is that I get a lot of referrals from people. So I mentored people and this and that. And then they'll be like, hey, I need to send a client to Cincinnati. Will you take care of them? Sure. And I give them 25% referral fee or whatever. I just sent a million one referral to uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, I've received over a million dollars in referral, uh, uh, the, the amount of the sale, uh, in Kentucky this year. Um, you know, and I've had a Connecticut deal. I bought a supercar long story out of Connecticut sight unseen. And then I asked the guy, I was like, got anything else for sale? And he's like, no, I got to sell my house. It ended up being a $1.4 million house. I got an agent to go out there in Connecticut and take care of him for a referral fee. So like I can build relationships, get value. And it is nice too, that there is some reciprocation through referrals and through like, Hey, I, I got a guy who wants a mentor in Texas. He's, you know, and then they call me and I can help them out that way too. So that's, that's kind of awesome. the, 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 to answer your question in a long winded way. <laughs> 
That that is awesome. It was so so amazing to have you on the show. Hopefully, the audience got a little bit of nuggets because you sprinkled so much in there. I'm gonna have to go back and release into our episode. But before we wrap up, Derek, tell the audience what do you have going on. I know you an amazing Amazon. Uh, Amazon. I can't even pronounce it. Amazon best-selling author. <laughs> I'm gonna be made fun of for this one. Uh, but if whether you want to plug your books, how can people get in touch with you? Let them know what you got going on. So I put my book prices on Amazon about as low as Amazon would allow me to do it and still print them and ship them. So I'm not about trying to make money on my books. It's again, it's part of my life mission is how can I help as many people as possible? Uh, so the first book is called The Lord's Prayer for Entrepreneurs. It's a faith-based journey about being an entrepreneur. And I basically just took some elements from uh, the Bible and basically threw them into how do we live a daily life? And uh, you know, I have friends that are atheists that have read it and they're like, hey, I got a lot out of it. So it's, you don't necessarily have to be a Christian person to uh, get some value out of that, but it's just more life principles. Um, Jesus was a pretty wise guy, even if you don't think he was the son of God, but uh, he had a lot of uh, great uh, things to teach people. And then the second book there is the seven lovers for success in selling real estate. So I took all my years of, of selling real estate and boiled it down into seven key principles. And those seven things are what we call levers. And you mentioned leverage earlier. How do you create the most amount of leverage in your real estate business? Well, I believe those seven things I put in the book are going to create massive leverage. So like right now, I am not on a listing appointment. I'm not helping a buyer buy. I am on a Zoom call with you and I'm not sweating it, right? Like, oh, I could make $300. I'm sweating it, which is I'm not in the same place as you are. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I can take this time and I don't even think about the dollar per hour anymore because I've got all these uh, leverage points in my life. I've got three Airbnb luxury properties. I'm sitting in one right now. This is helping me earn money. I've got, uh, you know, residual income from my brokerage coming in every month and free stock. I've got, uh, you know, my book sales, uh, which I can make a few bucks a month on those. And so I've got these little buckets out there that I can collect money from every month. My team is out selling right now while I'm here and they're producing income. So just think about it like that. So the, to, to plug the book, again, I don't care if you buy it or not. I'll make $3 if you buy it. It's idea of it can help you. And that's, I guess, the bottom line there. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. How do people get in touch with you? Is is through your website, phone, email? How can somebody reach out or join so your somebody team? Once they have a conversation about any of this, I'll just give you my cell phone number. I mean, I'm a pretty open book person. I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, 513-478-3794. And that's my personal cell phone. I also have a website that a lot of people like because it shows all of my businesses and the Airbnb properties and the books. It's DerekTai.com. So that's I just have one page that covers all my business interests in there. I love it. Derek, before you wrap up, I got three rapid questions. Whatever comes to your mind first, who are you learning from? Uh, Jesus. Love it. What's your goal for the next year? Uh, To gain more leverage in my life because I'm always looking for more. What do you think is going to stop you from attaining that? Uh, Not being disciplined enough. Ooh, I love it. So that being said, thank you for coming on the show. And everybody else, we'll see you in the next one. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 